Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay, so this never happens to me, but we know about it because obviously someone reported it. So a Columbus man found marijuana at the bottom of the bag of food he had ordered to be delivered through DoorDash. So he said, I was scared at first, but then I wasn't very surprised. Why? Because the DoorDash guy looked like he was stoned? I don't know. But then he snapped a photo of at the bottom of the bag where he found, uh, you know, the fork and a bag filled with marijuana. And he didn't know what to do. And he didn't know, did this start with the driver? Or did it start at the restaurant that he ordered it from? And so the police now are looking into it, of course. So if this happened to you, A, would you call the police? Well, first, I, let me answer that for myself. No. Uh, second, would I smoke it? No, it's illegal. Oh, okay. So the man got the order and, you know, paid for it. And then the driver, you know, left. So a little while later, the driver comes back. Dude. I left my marijuana in the one bag. I'll pay for the order. I just need my I just need my marijuana back. Just need my pot back. Uh, I'll pay for the I'll pay for your food. No problem. I just need my marijuana back. I told him I couldn't give it back to him. Now, if I were the DoorDash driver, I may dash my car through the front door of that man's house right then. That would be you know if I was the DoorDash driver. Of course, I'm not. But I, you can't give it back to him? Are you kidding me? And then he called police. According to the story, he said he told it, he decided to call the police after the driver came back because it said the man told the driver he could not give him the bag back. Then he called police and submitted a complaint to DoorDash. Or I wonder if DoorDash supports this or not. I don't know. You think? I mean, of course they don't support it, duh. And the Columbus police, this happened in the great town of Columbus, Ohio. Columbus police said that this was the first time they've heard of drugs being discovered in a bag of delivered food. Yeah, because either A, the guy goes back and says, hey, uh, dude, I left my pot in the bag. I'll pay for your order. I just need my pot back, all right? In fact, you know what? I'll give you a little bit of the pot. I just need the bulk of it back. All right, we're cool? Yeah, okay, good. So the police never hear about it. Or I go back and I go, dude, I left some marijuana in the bag. Really? I didn't see it. Here's the bag with my food that my food came in. There was no pot in it. And then once the guy leaves, you've got free pot. I'm just saying that that's possible that it happened. That's why the police have not heard about it. So I don't know. I cannot imagine. In my mind, I cannot imagine finding a bag of pot in food that i had delivered to my home and immediately thinking i've got to call the police maybe it's just me (laughs) i just i don't understand that thinking but good for this law-abiding citizen welcome welcome to chewing the fat 
Apple users have been advised to immediately update their iPhones, iPads, and Macs. Why? Well, to protect against a pair of security vulnerabilities that can allow attackers to take complete control of their devices. Oh. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're sure we've got credible reports that hackers are already abusing the abusing the iPhones and the iPads and the Macs. Yeah, they just take complete control of the devices once they hack in. It's one of the software weaknesses. and It's the deepest layer of the operating system that all devices have in common. And, uh, you know, we're just... We found out about it. We're sorry for each of the bugs. We're aware of the report, okay? Back off us. We're aware of it, okay? Just update your iPhones and your iPads and your Macs immediately so if you find yourself looking at the old iphone or the imac or the iphone or your or your 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 mac your desktop and uh, you say hey um how come it looks like somebody else is using my computer they probably are so go ahead and update it immediately (laughs) you're welcome by the way just a friendly reminder for you the chewing the fat listener so, you know, I love Florida. I mean, hello, I, I consider that my home state. I know I was born in Michigan, and Michigan is my home state. But I spent many years in Florida, and I love Florida. And I miss living in Florida. I mean, uh, right now I'm living in uh, Texas, in the DFW, but I, I miss Florida. But one of the things that we're always aware of in Florida is the alligator. Okay, that's that's part of Florida, the gator they live in the swamps of Florida, and they live in every... We just talked about it the other day, how you a puddle shows up in Florida, a gator will find it. A gator will be living there. But my man Juan Carlos Alaverde was filming a commercial for his uh, event he had coming up, and uh, he was filming it, and there was a drone flying over, and he jumped in Lake Thanonasasa. And you see him swimming, and then you see the gator coming up, and the gator chomps him in the skull. Holy cow! He said, and he's a, he was also he's also a firefighter, and what he was doing was putting a video together for his uh, for his group called Defeat X. And what that does is it's a group that helps people who suffer with depression and anxiety. And it's encouraging people to go biking and swimming and other types of outdoor athletics. So he was swimming and that was going to be part of the promotional kit because he has a a big event coming up uh, in, in Tampa Bay. And that's, you know, that's part of what he was doing. So he said, I felt the teeth pierce the flesh of my head and chest and his my head made a loud pop holy cow so the gator uh ended up uh crushing part of his skull and broke his jaw uh he said waves of pain rushed across my body uh really thanks juan uh so he i guess he said i mean he was closer to death than he had ever been yeah no kidding so he said his life didn't flash before his eyes he didn't think about never seeing his family again uh i just knew that i got to get this thing off of me it was uh he's 143 pounds five seven the gators 
12 feet long? <laughs> so he said, uh, I remember feeling the alligator scales on its head and then touching its teeth, noticing they were fairly blunt. So I got my hands inside the jaws and pulled as hard as I could. And the gator, I guess, was attempting, you know, the death roll. They drag you down, drag you down, drag you down, just sit you on the bottom. Uh, and so, uh, you know, because uh, that's what they do. That's how they kill things, especially people. And so he was hoping to free his head, and finally he did. The gator finally let go. Now, the gator, I, I'm guessing the gator started biting down and then went, oh, crap, this is a human. Now I'm going to die. I got to go hide somewhere. They're going to try to hunt me down because they're going to think I'm a human killer. Damn it. All right, Juan, get out of here. (laughs) And so he pushed himself. He swam to the dock, pushed himself up and walked and finally found someone. A kid was watching, uh, living in a house nearby and saw him come up with his head on it with his hands on his head to hide the lacerations of blood he said i wanted to avoid traumatizing the kid wow i mean that's that's pretty awesome because you'd think the guy's like i don't care care about the kid man this gator just bit my head off give me some help (laughs) so and then i mean you see the drone footage of the gator coming up on him it's amazing so he's gonna be fine though He's going to be fine. He had a six-hour emergency operation. He's got to have, I think, one more operation now. Uh, They did uh, craniectomy, right? I think that's what it's called, a craniectomy, to remove a portion of his skull. And he posted a video thanking everybody uh, for their support. I guess the event has been postponed. Well, you still can't do the event? Bro. And uh, so that's fine. And... The gator is hiding still because they have not found the gator. The gator is on the run, man. <laughs> As you know, that gator's like, I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> is does a gator go on the lamb? Sure, sure, that's what happens. Speaking of being on the lamb, uh, my main man, uh, <laughs> I think, is still on the lamb. Last week police conducted uh, 50 raids against a buenos aires group uh which uh operated under the name buenos aires yoga school 19 people were arrested they were a front for sexual trafficking including minors as well as other crimes of course now according to this story uh, broadcast on many Latin American news, and that's got to be fact, right? I mean, they're not going to broadcast anything on Latin American news that's not true. Duh. Uh, they have audio recordings obtained by Wiretap that include the voice of a man who authorities claim is... Allow me to introduce myself. I am Placido Domingo. Now, I don't think he says those exact words. <laughs> He's in trouble again, my man, Placido Domingo. (laughs) They claim that he was making plans with members of the alleged criminal ring. And as a result, the one girl was making plans with him 
and uh, said that uh, then she made plans with the guy who I believe was... Allow me to introduce myself. I am Placido Domingo. Now, the man describes the details of his plans to leave the dinner separately from his agents and other representatives to elude their notice. That's their story, not mine. So that he could meet her. So after that... These, this Mendy, the girl, calls the alleged leader of the crime ring and says, hey, I've confirmed plans with a man she refers to as... Allow me to introduce myself. I am Placido Domingo. <laughs> My man, I mean, he's been, right, he was in big trouble. It's been three years since 2019 when my man Placido took a, took a big hit right i mean he had uh uh misconduct claims um accusations he had to part ways with uh, the new york's metropolitan opera he resigned his role as general director of the la opera in california he was removed from the young artist early career program at the washington national opera in washington dc he was the artistic director there for a long time i mean now uh he's in trouble in argentina for now if i remember the stories right i didn't go back and look because all i cared about really was playing the clip from the muppets allow me to introduce myself i am placido domingo thank you i mean that's worth the million dollars right there to me i I don't care but uh if i remember right a lot of these girls were like it was the power dynamic right he would bang on the door in his robe and say that he wanted to be with them or spend time with them and they were afraid to say no or didn't want to say no or the one girl talked about being scared and cowering in the dressing room because of the evil placido domingo okay all right all right and then you know, everybody believed it so now they've got uh the the tape so he doesn't re- re- he doesn't actually on the tape say allow me to introduce myself i am placido domingo the, the girl says that the voice we hear on the tape talking to her setting up uh, a time to meet is placido she refers to him as placido oh, i guess that makes it so i guess that makes it so the hooker uh, the uh, uh, answering to the sex trafficking ringleader called him placido so it must be him okay i mean i'm not placido's attorney it's very possible it could be him i don't know now a big surprise on this story is that uh placido's representatives have not uh have not commented (laughs) now they might not have commented because they may think that it's all bs right so maybe sometime this weekend we'll get a press conference and it will start with allow me to introduce myself i am placido domingo these accusations are bs and that'll be the end of the story ah maybe it won't be over but uh, you know we'll have some more so that i'll be able to play my muppets clip just one more time next week or maybe you know at least allow me to introduce myself i am placido domingo you have no idea how happy I was to see the Placido Domingo story in my timeline yesterday. All I could think of. All I could think of the entire time. I saw the headline flash up on my phone of Placido Domingo being investigated. And all, all I could think of was... Allow me to introduce myself. I am Placido Domingo. I was walking around the house just saying that. <laughs> Made everybody in my house happy. I'll tell you that.
I don't know how many times I heard shut up and stop it, but uh, I was a number of times. <laughs> Did you? Oh, oh. Travel is frustrating enough, right? When you're at, the, we've had stories forever about the airports and the airlines and flights are canceled and being postponed. This, this is agonizing. And I see where San Diego had thousands of passengers thousands of passengers were forced to deplane and returned to security after a security breach involving an unscreened piece of luggage do you know how pissed i mean and you got to be nice about it because then they throw you they throw you in jail it's one of these they got you by the I got you by the short hairs. Uh, For sure. I mean, it's just agonizing. So apparently, uh, a traveler who took a carry-on that had been identified for additional screening. All right, so he's got a carry-on, and they say, yeah, we're going to, we got we need to look at that some more. And so, and walked, and then, and then he just left. He just said, yeah, no problem. And he just walked off. And they didn't know who he was. I don't know what they look like. They started looking for him and they decided they couldn't locate him. So they, you know what we need to do? We need to clear the entire terminals east and west. And even people who are already on planes, get them off and make them go back through security. Uh, How about no? Uh, I'm already on my plane. I already went through security. I'm good. Okay. You can check all those other people that haven't been on planes yet, which is kind of agonizing in and of itself. But you're going to make people get off the plane they've already been that they're already on, and then they had to rescreen all these passengers, like five to seven thousand passengers. Boy, I bet you that was fun. Oh, we're sorry, sir. We just this is we have to do this for your safety. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, I appreciate that you were incompetent enough to tell someone, hey, go stand there. We need to relook at your luggage. And they just walked off. And you didn't know who they were and where they went. I appreciate that. So you're going to make us all pay because your doofus standing there at TSA wasn't paying attention. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And then I see a story, another story that you think, I'd be so angry. But really... At some point, you would have just pulled out. These people were mad at this lady who ordered $300 worth of tacos at the Taco Bell drive-thru and made everybody wait like 40 minutes in line at 1130 at night. Okay, well, that's really Taco Bell's fault. I mean, Taco Bell, you pull up and you order, yes, I'd like 300 tacos, please. I need three. I need a beef and bean, beef and bean burrito. I need a, just a bean burrito, and then I need 298 tacos, please. Only half of them don't put lettuce on it. I just want meat and cheese. I mean, at some point, Taco Bell's got to go. Um, it's 11:30 at night, and there's cars behind you. So why don't you just come on in? If it's open, I'm guessing in today's world, most of the lobbies aren't open, so it's just the drive-through. So it's like, well, you're going to have to call ahead or maybe use the app and order your food so that we have time to prepare it. Or uh, that'll be a few minutes. So why don't you just pull ahead? 
and we'll go ahead and get started on it but we're going to wait on these other customers too while we're making your 300 tacos so one lady was pissed that she had to wait 40 minutes there's not a chance i i promise you there's not a chance that i wait in a drive-through line for 40 minutes i've waited in some for quite a while like you know when uh, there used to be uh, you know, there's not a lot of them around anymore disappointingly because i loved them with steak and shake steak and shake made a big deal about uh you know we make it fresh so if you have to wait a little bit longer in line it's because the food is fresh okay all right i'll give you another three and a half minutes maybe you know, so you, you do, and especially if you pull in at night, people make an order, you know, if you have two or three cars ahead of you, you expect it to wait. You actually, in your mind, you're already ready to wait for maybe 10 minutes. Maybe. And don't be making my shake early. <laughs> Tell me, I don't want that, I don't want that melted down by the time it gets to me. Okay, I know you're trying to get ahead, but you make my shake as I'm pulling up to the window. Okay? <laughs> but, there's not a chance that I'm waiting in a Taco Bell drive-thru for 40 minutes? No way. I'm not honking my horn. I mean, you can honk your horn behind me if you're not. I mean, you can realize that I'm not the car at the window. It's going to be that car up there that's holding us all up. Maybe you get out. Maybe you get out and go, what the? You bang on the side of the car. What's going on? You okay? You need help? Is the car broke down? Do I need to push your ass out of here? What's happening? I just ordered $300 worth of Taco Bell. It'll be a few minutes. You need to pull up. Well, I got to get my beef and bean burrito and get out of here. Okay? It's 1130 at night. Let me eat. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, holy cow. I mean, maybe you walk up to the window and you go. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Placido Domingo. I am not expected to be waiting 40 minutes in this drive through line. Okay? So why don't you move along? There's just not a chance it's happening. It's not, it's not a chance. All right, let's go to the break room. We've already talked about some food. We'll go to the break room and get something cold to drink, along with our food and our shake. Don't make it early. All right, so we're in the break room. This is almost uh, who died today, too, uh, really. Uh, Brian Stelter. Uh, we, we lost him. Now, he's still hanging on life support. Uh, so, because he's got one last show left. So, if you're listening to this, uh, today is the 19th of August, 2022, for those of you listening live. So, he has uh, 21st. Sunday, the 21st, will be his final show. So, if you're listening to this prior to Sunday morning at 11 a.m., you still have an opportunity to catch the new brand spanking produced Brian Stelter show because after that gone have a nice day take care so I mean CNN making some cuts man Stelter gone uh they gave you know you got Cuomo out the door you got Tubin is gonna have to be maybe Tubin and Stelter could get together and you know hold each other uh we'll see but uh it's too bad the Brian I like I don't want people to lose their jobs I really don't but I mean, he was just terrible. I remember when he came here, he was here trying to be Mr. Nice Guy and wanted to reach across the aisle and talk to us. And he talk, interviewed Glenn in the office. I just, such a 
doofus. It was just, it's just bad. So anyway, sorry. Brian Stelter, dead. Uh, what was the name of his stupid show again? Reliable Sources. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what it was, too, wasn't it? Brian Stelter, Reliable Sources. Right. And I see where Ellen got the boot, too. Again. Her new show, the uh, Warner Brothers said, yeah, that little Ellen thing we got going on on HBO Max. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to have to go. We're, we're not, we're not going to do that show anymore. Wait, what? Yeah. The little Ellen, it's, uh, it's based loosely on her early life uh, of Ellen DeGeneres. And Laurel Emery is voicing a seven-year-old version of Ellen. 20 episodes have already been produced which are great i mean i've seen every single one of them i i haven't actually i haven't been able to bring myself to watch any of them about 11 minutes a piece i like that kind of, i like that style i'm okay you know i kind of like that those hits those quick hits but uh we'll see we'll see that but not on hbo max that's gone goodbye have a nice day i thought she had a deal with warner brothers as part of her um uh, first dates hotel was the original name and then there was the ellen's home design challenge and so is any of that ever going to happen either or are we just warner brothers is like yeah i know we had a deal with you ellen but uh yeah we're not going to do that anymore take care thanks uh up if you need to talk to someone call leave a message we'll try to get back to you okay all right good wayne gretzky the great wayne gretzky I mean, all super time, world class, best hockey player ever. Many make that argument. Wayne Gretzky, apparently, now, and this is going to come as a surprise to you, when he was advertising the chewing gum that you would lose weight with, uh, apparently that was wrong. What? Yeah. Uh, he lied about losing weight while chewing his weight loss gum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's alleged. That's alleged, okay? So now he's being sued for $10 million. Uh, holy cow, have a nice day. He says that uh, the, uh, the plaintiff says he created a natural gum used to manage weight and called it OMG gum. He says in the suit he eventually hired on Wayne's wife to be a spokesman for the product. The problem is Wayne eventually made up a lie about the gum, saying after he chewed it for roughly a two-month span, it helped him lose 35 pounds. That's awesome. 35 pounds in a couple of months? I mean, I've been on a lot of weight loss products. I've lost a lot of weight and gained a lot of weight over the years. Um, and 35 pounds in a couple of months is huge. When I first went on, when I started doing uh, Simple to Lose, I mean, I lost over over 100 pounds on Simple to Lose. Um uh, and it, you know, all look. Anytime you stop eating food, you're going to lose weight. Um, but their plan was, you know, was, I get it. But the one company I worked for that really, <laughs> the lose weight while you sleep, Body Solutions. Uh, I made I I made them a lot of money, and I made a lot of money for that company. And then they decided that. Uh, People were telling lies about them because I was—I actually did lose weight. I don't necessarily know that I lost 
all the weight while sleeping <laughs> with body solutions. Body solutions. Lose weight while you sleep. Uh, I used to, they, they, a lot of people uh, lost money because a lot, they were doing commercials all over the country and paying the hosts, you know, pretty good money to do the commercials. And uh, in the end, they were being sued and they just stopped paying people. And I remember the last month, and I was looking like they were going to go down. I specifically called them and said, hey, you still, I'm still owed. They sent me a check. They paid me. I, I got all my money from them. And I made sure I cashed that bad boy because <laughs> it was like the next week. Yeah, we're closing down. We're going bankrupt. The whole thing shut down. Take care. And then they lied to me. Big surprise. Uh, they told me, uh, you know, if the press wants to talk to you, don't say anything. Uh, just say that, you know, they need to talk to the company and, uh, you know, it'll be fine. So when the press came calling, when the TV stations came to the radio station, I was like, yeah, you know, I'd love to tell you, but I can't. I mean, you heard the commercials. If you've got copies of the commercials, you can play those. Those are truthful from me. And, uh, you know, I'm not supposed to say anything. So then they contact the company and the company goes, yeah, well, uh, the host can tell you whatever they want. Uh, it's up to them. They don't, you told me not to say anything. So they threw us all under the all under the roof. Anyway, Wayne is under fire for lying about his weight loss project as well. And be careful out there. Uh, apparently, we're supposed to have a cannibal solar ejection. That's supposed to hit. Don't look at me like that. That's what they called it, a cannibal solar ejection. Okay, so it's supposed to hit Earth in the next few days. Uh, some of it may have already already hit us, but uh, it's headed toward the planet, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Our fiery star, <laughs> you know, the thing that we call the sun, uh, spit out a series of bursts, and they're headed in our direction, and it could trigger a strong geomagnetic storm. The coronal mass ejection, the CME, is expected to collide and consume with another, and that's called the cannibal CME. So, I mean, that's something to worry about. Look, if we get hit by a CME or a cannibal CME, it's not going to be pretty. right? It's not. It's just not going to be pretty. We all don't live in Faraday cages. I mean, all of our electronics are going to be fried. We had, uh, the last time the planet had a, a CME, I don't know that it was a, uh, was a cannibal CME, it was like back in the 1800s. And it burned all the, the you know, those machines. The telegraph machines and poles uh, burned all those down and fried up some of their buildings and stuff. Well... That was about the only thing that it could hurt back then, right? I mean, if I'm in 18-whatever-it-was, everyone didn't have a microwave, four televisions, phones. (laughs) I mean, we live on this stuff now. That's how we survive. And so, you know, our freezers, our refrigerators, all of it, gone. Have a nice day. So, I, you know, I hope it does. I hope we do not get. I'm going to go out on a limb here. And then maybe it's just me. I'm going to go out on a limb here, though. But I hope that we don't get the cannibal solar ejection. Just me? 
four months we've been waiting for word on when they would be done putting the film together my son hunter we had people donate to make my son hunter at mysonhunter.com and we continued to wait we asked Phelan Macklear. He said, wait, I'm working on it. I'm getting to it. We asked the wife. She said, wait, he's working on it. We're getting to it. Leave us alone. Finally, finally, I get word from Phelan Macklear and the, uh, the account of My Son Hunter that the film is ready to go. We have a release date, and that release date is... September 7th. Welcome to Chewing the Fat, Phelan Mackler. How in the world are you? That's one of the most interesting introductions I've ever had. On the radio <laughs> mild, mild hostility mixed with congratulations. <laughs> I've been waiting for this movie. I, I'm telling you, I've been, I, I am a big uh, supporter of this film and I am excited to see it and I kept waiting I, I'm, I'm excited that I'm, I'm bummed that I have to wait now until September 7th but it's up and running right we're ready to go yes we're ready to go we're ready to go I mean and I have to say we couldn't have made it without your fans actually they've, they've been great supporters and great tweeters and twitters and all that they've been really pushing this out so yeah September 7th we released a little teaser there during the week or earlier and we're going to be releasing little clips as we go forward and then the big movie uh, is ready to go on yep september 7th and you know we're partnering with with breitbart who who have enormous reach they're they're in the movie distribution business now and uh, it's just hopefully going to be the first of many uh, and it's going to be uh, it's going to make a lot of people very upset it's already making a lot of people very upset so uh, if people uh, want to pre-order it, they can go to mysonhunter.com and pre-order the movie, which will be available, obviously, on September 7th. I will say that uh, going to uh, mysonhunter.com uh, made me want to watch the movie even more when it has the warning slapped on the front page <laughs> saying uh, this motion picture contains sex, prostitution, drugs, cronyism, money laundering, more sex, a laptop from hell, Chinese spies, Ukrainian businessmen, the CCP, the selling out of America, the big guy, corn pop, more sex, additional drugs, and family. I'm in, Phelan. I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, and it's all true, and it's all true. That's that, you know, truth is stranger than fiction. Um, yeah, no, listen, it, it has all that. Uh, it has all that. Uh, it's all true. It's very entertaining. It's very funny. It's also very serious. Uh, right. Well, I mean, look, uh, for real. The, the sad thing is, is that this is about, uh, well, the man who is the president of the United States of America yes. and his son. Yeah. And uh, it is actually, well, it's sad. (laughs) I mean, I'm excited for the story. I know a lot of the story uh, between uh, his books and other reporting that has happened. Uh, I'm looking forward Uh to seeing uh, what uh, uh, Robert Davi, the director of the movie, uh, how he viewed it through his lens. Uh, Lawrence Fox, I'm guessing, is going to be a great Hunter Biden. Uh, John James is uh, Joe Biden, which is will be fun, uh, well worth it. So I mean, the the movie is set 
to be a huge success, and I'm really hoping that it is. No, it, it will be, and you're right. I mean, what a cast, what a crew, like Robert Davi, you know, uh, Lawrence Fox. It's amazing what what they've done, you know, and Brian Godawa, the writer. You know, we, we produced a great script, I have to say, a really funny, witty script. Then when you've got those guys taking the script, and I suppose I looked at the script as a kind of a journalistic thing by facts and making sure everything's right and making sure the story made sense. And then you have someone like Robert Davi who just comes along and makes it beautiful and makes it entertaining. I mean, he, he made sure there's never a dull scene in the movie. And, and he's right, by the way, because why would you have a dull scene when you're dealing right. with something as important as this and a, and a lifestyle as degenerate as Hunter Biden's and Joe Biden's, by the way, with their corruption? I mean, it would be a shame to produce a boring movie, and we certainly haven't done this. This is not your grandmother's conservative movie, let me tell you. <laughs> Good. Good. So uh, I, I, I'm i able to uh, download it th- uh, f- from uh, mysonhunter.com, and then I can just watch it to my heart's content right where I'm at. Right. I do love that. I'm, right. a, I'm a huge fan of that. I mean, we got news today that uh, – uh, you know, the uh, regal cinema chain, uh, Cinema World, is going to file for bankruptcy here in the United States uh, because, wow. uh, you know, mm-hmm. people aren't uh, going to the movie theaters. They're not being saved. There's no big blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another reason is is because I can watch it at home. Yeah, yeah, no, no, listen, you're gonna be, people are already writing to us saying we're going to have wa- watching parties, streaming parties on September the 7th. Excellent. So we encourage people to do that and uh, we encourage people to, to, to have their parties and you know you can have it by the way you can have parties in venues you can hire a pub you can hire a, a screening room you can you know ha- have an event and just you know have your own red carpet venue have the popcorn buy a red carpet and uh, take a few photographs and send it to it <laughs> that you know, might actually gotta, that would be fun so I, I may have to do that yeah we should we should have fun you know uh, whilst was watching our republic uh, disintegrate. Um, yeah. Because I'll tell you, the Bidens, they were having a lot of fun. Look, it's time to tell the truth. It's time to get the story out there. The, it's an important time in our in our history. But it's also, you know, and you know, the one thing they really hate, the left, the left hates this movie because we're laughing at them. And they really don't like that. They re- Once you start laughing at someone, it's really the beginning of the end. And, you yeah, know, that's for sure. The beginning of the end. So what is the, uh, a couple of things, uh, the length of the movie, where are we at lengthwise? Uh, uh, I think it's, it's, it's something like 87 minutes, 90 minutes. So it's an hour and a half. Uh, but I always like to keep movies shorter rather than longer, you know, especially streaming. I think people, people, you know, if you're sitting in front of your TV, I, I find myself out and I see a movie two hours and 10 minutes long, I think, oh, so I really want to take that chance. You know? <laughs> but if I see an hour, if I see a movie an hour and a half, I go, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, I'm, will, I'm willing to sit yeah. on that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you know, because streaming's a bit more consumable I, of a process than, than than say other you know going to the movie. Oh, absolutely. Plus, there. I mean, look, let's be honest. Uh, no matter how long the thing is, uh, streaming, uh, you know, there's a thing called pause, and so I can go to the bathroom and I can come back and then push play it's an amazing thing that's why that's why the theaters are hurting okay so it's about an hour and a half long and how much and this is just uh you know between you and me 
you know, nobody no. else. Nobody yeah. else. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so how much of it hit the cutting room floor, and how much of it will be released as the extended version and or the cutting room floor clips in, uh, in uh, you know, around Christmas time, let's say? Well, if you ask Robert Davi, all the best stuff was cut. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm joking, Robert. I'm joking, Robert. That was a joke. <laughs> the relationship between the producer and the director is always fun. Absolutely. Uh, no, no, listen, look, um, you know, at this stage, I, no, I think we've got a really good, tight movie. Um, and I think it's you know everything's there that needs to be there and it's very funny and it's very tight and uh you know yeah maybe when the, you know maybe when it becomes a monster hit we'll uh we'll we'll have a director's version uh, that's what we I'm... need people we do need people to go and pre-order we do need people to watch it we do need people to tweet about it because we need to make it a monster hit and we need also people who are not republicans or not conservatives to watch this because they need to know the truth like this is the story that was censored by big tech. This is a story that was censored by big Hollywood and big media before the last election. And uh, the way to get people who should have seen it to see it is is to make it so big and so successful that the left have to look at it and have to take it on, have to start tackling it. Yes. And, you know, uh, and then start debunking it. And, I, I, they, and they can't do that. So we need to make something that the left has to address because the cover-up stops now. <coughs> Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. And part of their problem is uh, if they can't ignore it, that's where it gets good. And uh, because that's where I mean, in the beginning, it's just pretend like it's not there. Yes. And uh, that can't happen. I mean, we can't we can't let that happen at all. Uh, No question about that. Okay, so mysonhunter.com pre-order. It is ready to go. Uh, things are, I'm excited. I, I'm telling you, I'm excited. I've been waiting for this thing. That was my, you know, I know you, you know, a little, a little, little anger there. Cause, uh, I was just wondering, you know, what you were doing with your life. Uh, you know. oh, yeah. Well, actually I was on a beach in Cabo. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was so yeah. angry. <laughs> yeah. I was, I just want to make clear to your listeners. I was not on a beach in Cabo. I was far from it, but you yeah, know, that's, no, that's I know that I, I know that yeah. you, that's what I was getting. I know that you were pretending to put a little play together. I know that you were pretending to put a little podcast together about some serial killer guy. I got it. I got it. But this thing, it was this took precedence. All right, I wanted this thing done. Okay, <laughs> I, I told you right. I mean, this, this is important. This is very important. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I, mean, I truly am excited, and I'm happy that it's finally done. And I, I'm really, I can't wait till uh, September seventh. And I'll, I'm going to my son Hunter dot com right now to pre-order my copy well thank you jeff thank you so much and i hope everyone else does um because we need to we need to support filmmakers and we need to support people to make more of this and you know this we're a 501c3 that's just that's just you know this is this is something we had a lot of fun making it and a lot of hard times making it uh but it's important and important things are never easy good things are never easy you know and uh uh, we, you know, and a lot of your listeners supported us, and we're very grateful to them. Excited, I'm excited about it. Phelan Mackler, thank you very much. I appreciate it. MySonHunter.com. dot com.
I see where a tractor trailer, and we've talked about recalls. Uh, all these company, all these products are being recalled. Uh, we know that uh, you know food is uh, you know food shortages are possibly coming, especially with recalls coming. But I see where a tractor trailer uh, caught fire and burned forty three thousand pounds of cheese. Holy cow! So uh, this tractor trailer uh, near Joplin, Missouri, on I forty five. They say that the driver was driving along, looked in the rearview mirror, and went, "Hey." That looks like there's smoke coming out of the back of my trailer. So he pulled over, and he attempted to put the flames out with his extinguisher. That's not going to happen. So then he disconnected the trailer and pulled the tractor away so that it was just the tractor with the cheese that burned. That was a good move. That was a good move. So the tractor and the cheese are destroyed, but the I mean the trailer and the cheese are destroyed, but the tractor survives. That was a good move on his part. Uh, no problem. So uh, everything else was a total loss. I don't know if the cheese is still good, though. I mean, for the years that I worked uh, in the dairy department uh, at Winn Dixie, uh, I have uh, I would say that uh, I've sold Markdown cheese. You just cut the mold off, wrap it up, and sell it. The cheese is still good. You're telling me? Are you looking at me right now? And you're telling me that you never cut the mold off a block of cheese in your refrigerator and then ate the rest of the cheese? Are you telling me that? Because I find that hard to believe. Because the cheese is still good. It's the moldy part that's bad. You can quote me on that, by the way. The cheese is still good. It's the moldy part that's bad. You know, and then there's other stories. I've got so many many great stories for you today. Thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat. I appreciate it. Follow me on my social media accounts. Uh, Twitter is at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, you can you know, order a cameo at Jeffy JFR through Cameo. Uh, YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. But I see a story. This is why. I... Okay, so I want to support the police. I do. No, really, don't look. I don't stop looking at me like that. Like uh, like I'm cutting the mold off your cheese. Okay, I, I want to support the police. I appreciate the job that they do. It's a tough job. It really, and I mean, I mean that. That's a tough gig. I get it. But there are times when I say to myself, you know, this is why you just don't call the police. It started with the it started with the guy that wouldn't give the pop back to the DoorDash driver. He's calling the police, getting the police involved. So these guys are fishing with magnets. Okay? They're out with uh and they've they're they're in a river and they start pulling up rockets. They pulled up 86 rockets a tank tracer round 50 caliber ammo belts from a river on fort stewart okay the fort it's so uh they they decide well we probably should call and let people know that we're pulling up these rockets out of the river all right and so they called the bomb squad and then uh they say hey yeah we were you know we were out here magnet fishing and uh, we got these rockets and these bombs we wanted to call you guys because you know hello rockets and bombs we were concerned well uh the of course the military police are like well we've never seen anything like that before really okay all right if you say so but now these guys are being told, yeah, we're going to give you a ticket for magnet fishing. Magnet fishing uh, is illegal here. And they're saying, 
Oh, there weren't any signs. <laughs> there no signs that says you can't magnet. Oh, y'all are getting tickets. That's it. You can come to court, talk to the judge. Uh, oh, all right. The reason magnet fishing isn't allowed is exactly what's going on right here. You don't know what's going on. It could blow up. What? Okay. That's why you don't. They should have just kept them and or thrown them back in the river. They're trying to be nice, and they get they get a ticket for being nice agonizing all you and i want to thank all you people who have sent me the video from the uh, pot brothers the attorneys because they have a video posted called shut the it's called shut the all right i'm just gonna say it all right it's called shut the fuck up fridays all right and they just tell you to shut the fuck up don't talk to the police that's their deal and i've had a bunch of people send me their videos and the reason they send me their videos is because they know that i always carry in my wallet a card that was given to me from an attorney in florida years ago uh, his business card i carry with me at all times i don't even know if he's still in business he very well could be i should call his number just to see if uh, dean is still in business but he gave me this card and on the back of his business card, the business card has his picture on it. It's your life defended on the front cover. DJ, DGT, uh, Dean G T S O U R A K I S. This is his last name. And uh, I don't think he pronounces it. Amorphophallus. Yeah, I don't think he pronounces it like that. But on the back of the card, it says, this is, this is for you to pull out if you get pulled over from the police and it has to do with uh, the pot brothers really similarly to the pot brothers of shut the fuck up fridays okay uh they tell you if the police officer the pot brothers say the police officer asks you how your day going i'm not here to discuss my day okay officer <laughs> and i know that's hard because you want to be nice to the police officer right i mean we've all been pulled over we've all been pulled over and you want to be nice i get it because you're thinking that's going to get you out of the ticket. So on the, I just pull out my card now. My card from Dean G. Amorphophallus. Pretty sure he doesn't pronounce it like that. On the back of the card, I want my lawyer. If I'm not under arrest, please let me go. I do not waive any of my constitutional rights. I do not want to answer any questions. I do not consent to any search of my person or property. You're welcome. Well, it's Friday, so that means it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show, What's the lie? What's the lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from four, count them, one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true. Thus, that's where we get what's the lie. Welcome to our contestant, host of mojo in the mornings or mornings on mojo or mojo in the middle on mojo 50.com uh, author author of spends a little save a lot home improvements available at yard sales all across america brad staggs how are you 
Oh, it's it's so good to be here, and I I really I, I love listening to your your program. It's uh, what's the, what's the host's name again? <laughs> Thank you, yes, yeah. Jeff Fisher. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jeff. Jeff. It's, it's the host so of the game. good yeah. to uh, talk to you uh, again. We've All right. Before, right. So, uh, are you ready to play uh, four headlines? One is not real. What's the lie? Oh, I'm ready. I am. I'm ready. All I'm right. ready. Here we go. Headline number one. Hacker gets video game Doom to play on John Deere tractor display. Headline number two. Spotify tries asking users to record audio reactions to music playlists. Headline number three. New study finds that people who re-watch TV shows get better sleep. Headline number four. Japan's government launches competition to get people drinking. Those are your four headlines, Mr. Staggs. What is the lie? Hacker gets video game doomed to play on John Deere tractor display. Spotify tries asking users to record audio reactions to music playlists. New study finds that people who rewatch TV shows get better sleep. Japan's government launches competition to get people drinking. Have you decided which headline is the lie? I'm sorry. What is the lie? It's not which headline. Uh, I I'm uh, you know I, I do uh, rewatch uh, TV shows and I don't get better sleep so I don't think that's it uh, Spotify uh, I'm gonna go with um, I'm going to go with playing Doom on the uh, on the tractor Oh Brad what? Oh Yes darn the luck well, I wanted you to win too desperately. I- I wanted, I wanted you to, to win, win the big prize, but I, I wanted to win the big prize. That's I, the way it goes. What, what was the big prize? I mean, it was a car, right? Thanks for listening to What's the Lie. What's the lies of subsidiary? I can't even spit out the word. That's how excited I am and sad for Brad not winning the prize. A subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF WTL MMXXII. But but I wanted to win. (laughs) No, just because you wanted to. I mean, you had to win. But I identified as a winner. I don't. Well, I don't you can know still identify as a winner. That doesn't make it so. So yeah, the hacker did get a video game to play on the John Deere tractor display. Uh, so, the, you know what? Do you really want to know which one was the lie? I do. I mean, I'm. I'm. This was not in my when I received the email telling me which one to pick. I mean, obviously, this didn't. Uh, this. This is some sort of a scam going on here. I feel like I've been cheated. I, I'm, I'm, I feel the, bad now. The new study that finds people who rewatch TV shows get better sleep. Yeah, that's a lie. It's not true. Oh, so I knew so, that wasn't true. So, yeah. that's so which one is it? The is it the Japanese? Alcoholic? Oh, the Japanese government is asking people to drink more. They want people to drink more. And Spotify so has been asking people to uh, record audio reactions to their music playlists. Wait a wow. minute. Are you? I, I usually, I usually don't say this about listeners, but and contestants to the game show, but uh, but, but but what?
stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.